on the poker show tonight. Dean is green or there's money in Vienna. Old hands and young guns all in town for the biggest WPT in the history of Europe. Pear Lynn's running hot. And an 18-year-old Thomas Bronner is getting the best of Dragon Gallich. Welcome to the Poker Show. Here's some highlights from tonight's show. Made some good, sick calls. Everybody shook their head. I think it was a bad call, but okay, he win this. And I think his style is very good against fish because he. I think he really, really can own fish. He's a tough player, so you definitely can't like the. You can't use the the simplest tricks in the books. Jack ten of hearts, yeah. and then the flop is coming down with queen nine. What does he have here? Obviously a king. So, uh, the changes I made are so small that they could easily be trumped by the luck, luck factor. So he said it was a horrible call on the river. Yeah, but I had the best hand. Feels like a while since I've been on the road, and it's nice to be back again here in Vienna. Been a while since I've been here. It was about 15 years ago when they opened up the Concord. And you know, even though I've I've done a bunch of travel lately, there was something great about arriving to Vienna. And I was I was taking a cab from the the hotel over to the to the casino, Montesino. And you know that feeling. You're in a foreign country. You don't speak the language. You don't know where you're going. It's dark out. To, to me, that's fun. <laughs> that's when you know you're really traveling. And there's that, there's that great feeling in the pit of your stomach. You have no idea what's going to happen. But made it over to the, to the Montesino Casino. And uh, what a place. You know, people were saying, eh, it's in, a, it's in a shopping mall and this and that. But you know what? Forget that. It, is, it happens to be a great space. It's up at the top, the top floor of this brand new shopping mall. And uh, it's very open. You know, um, it's like there's a big outdoor patio. Uh, the, the ceilings feel kind of high. It's it's a really nice room. There's all kinds of different areas you can walk around. Uh, it doesn't feel like a casino at all. It feels more like a restaurant, a bar. There's tons of tables. Last night, I got over there. Now, it's, it's day two already, the main event. But there was 25 or 30 cash games going. Um, that's That's Vegas-like. The last time I saw 25 or 30 cash games in a casino in, in Europe, in a card room, I mean, you're talking like uh, you're talking like seven, eight years ago, back when they used to have just the big explosions, you know, in Baden and, and things like that, or even the, the first Concord in, in uh, Vienna. So it was really, really nice to see. Uh, and, you know, a lot of money changing hands. I mean, big games all over the place. No limit hold'em and pot limit Omaha and people drinking and having fun. And the tournament. This is uh, the biggest WPT field uh, in the history of Europe. It's great. You know, the guys who, uh, who run this, this casino, Montesino, um, have really been, been pounding the pavement uh, for the last year. You had an interview with them. You know, they were in Amnaville. They were in Venice. They were shaking hands. They've been inviting people. And they were a little bit worried, frankly. You know, how many people were they going to get to come uh, to Vienna? You know, they were thinking maybe two, three hundred or something like that. Five hundred and sixty or five hundred and forty or something like that absolutely shattered the record. Uh, with lots of foreign players, everyone having a great time. And these guys deserve every minute. There's, they couldn't be nicer. Helping out the players, the free food, you know, drinks, uh, that sort of thing. Uh, and, of course, this tournament run by Matt Savage uh, 
bang on schedule, bang on time. Now, the most exciting thing uh, for me and, and hopefully for people is that there's going to be, for the first time ever, a live stream of the final table with whole cards tomorrow. That's Tuesday at 1.30 p.m. Central European time. It's going to be on a 20, I think a 20-minute delay, but forget that. You're going to see this live stream. You know they have the EPT live and stuff like that, but they don't show whole cards. This will be a live stream with the whole cards on a slight delay. You're going to see all the whole cards, hear all the commentary, uh, plus there's going to be a $1,000 free roll uh, at 8 p.m. Central European time with the password only available for listeners of the live stream. We're going to be announcing it all, all day long, the tone-in for that, uh, plus a $100 reload bonus with the password for that only available for the live stream. This is for people on Party Poker. So it's quite exclusive, and I think it's going to be a great day. I mean, me, uh, this is what I love to do. I'll be with Mike Sexton. We're going to be doing the live stream. And listen, if I wasn't, is the kind of thing. I love live poker. If, I, if we weren't going to be sitting there and doing this, I'd be, I'd be watching. I'd be listening. Because I think, you know, live poker and the live stream, that when the show comes out of this WPT, uh, it'll be a four-hour show, two, two hours. But you're not going to see every hand. And that's what you get in the live stream. Every hand, every card. You get to really appreciate the poker. Now, there's some big names still in, and uh, it's, it's, it's the, quite, a great, quite a good field. So uh, it's going to be exciting to see who gets there. More on that later. And on this show, uh, some news from Pear Lind, uh, Dragon Galich, and also a young up-and-comer, this 18-year-old, who is, could be the next phenom of uh, European poker world, Thomas Bronner. Right back. Hi, I'm Roland DeWolf, Triple Crown winner, and this is The Poker Show with Mickey Dane. I mean, Jesse May. Hey, Jesse, it's Kim Lansing here. If you don't have a Party Poker account, sign up today using the bonus code POKERSHOW, and we'll match your first deposit up to $500. That's $400 more than normal, but you have to use the bonus code POKERSHOW. Already got a Party Poker account? We've got something for you, too, an exclusive reload bonus. Redeposit using the bonus code POKERSHOW50, and we'll match your deposit up to fifty dollars it's no secret that they're getting younger every day you know the the guys who are the best in the poker world the new young guns uh, it's not even a 21 or 22 is an old man these days so i was quite excited uh one of the fellows from bwin uh told me about you know this this new player who his in his words and everyone's words looks the spitting image of justin bieber <laughs> he's the next justin bieber of the poker but forget that this kid can flat out play he's just turned 18 uh an austrian named uh thomas Bronner, and uh, you know since he's turned 18 which is only a couple months ago uh he's he's qualified for a whole bunch of tournaments live tournaments he was involved in winning in f tops and so I was excited to meet him and talk to him. The way he talks, you can tell that this kid has got a brain for poker and uh, just seems to have a great attitude. So uh, a really fun interview here because uh, he ended up playing a very big pot with Dragon Galich. And it was quite funny because just unbidden, when I met Dragon, he was talking about the pot. Then Thomas was talking about the pot. So we've got a couple different perspectives on this pot. But first, let me just, this is part one of my interview with Thomas Bronner. 
I'm here with Thomas Browner. And uh, Thomas, where, where are you from exactly in Austria? I'm from Linz, that's uh, 200, about 200 kilometers away from here. So it's like a home game for me. Yeah, and is this your first live tournament? No, actually I played two EPTs. Uh, EPT uh, London was my first, and EPT Vienna, but it both ended in day one. <laughs> but the reason I ask is because you're actually, you're very young. You're just, when did you turn 18? Recently? In September. Okay, and you've been looking forward to turning 18 so you could play the big tournaments and that sort of absolutely, thing? Absolutely, absolutely, yeah. You know, I've heard from a couple people that since you've turned 18 and started playing, you've had an amazing success. You qualified for the WPT and, and F-Tops. You had a big win. Yeah, actually, I I played with a friend. You know, I stacked him. Okay. And uh, I asked Full Tilt if it's okay that we play uh, in the same house, you know, on two accounts. And they said, okay. So I bought this two in. And on his account, we kind of won it. <laughs> the two days event of F-Tops. Wow. I mean, uh, how do you what do you account for being successful so young? Have you been, do you do training videos, read books? Uh, what is it? Well, I actually have to admit that I don't read that many books and I don't watch that many videos, but uh, I kind of play and just learn from experience and uh, I think I'm more that kind of an instinct player and yeah, that's probably in some spots it's better. I don't no. How about, uh, are you a cash game player as well? Or are you no, just... I'm a terrible cash game player. Yeah. Are you just grinding tournaments yeah, online Yeah, now? yeah, just the biggest tournaments online. Okay. Yeah. And uh, who are the, are there any players that you're looking up to, that you admire in particular? Well, uh, there are a couple of young German, young German online grinders. I really respect them. And uh, I would say as life pro, who? I really liked some when I watch TV uh, and Peter Eastgate. He, yeah, I like this style. Okay. Yeah. The rest of them were all old fish. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't say that, but uh, yeah. <laughs> When uh, you're sitting down here, and I mean, you, how many chips do you have right now in the... Uh, right now I have 390,000. I dropped a lot of chips in the last 20 minutes. I just okay. An all-in pot or... No, no. Uh, actually, all post-flop kind of place. I just floated him on a board where he can only push with top pair, top kicker, and he had that. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I kind of lost some pots. Which I could have won if, uh, yeah. But how do you feel at the table? Do you feel very comfortable about uh, how your game stacks up against the other players right now? Yeah, because I have a really, really good player on my right, and that's always important. It's yeah. a poker stars pro, uh, Ruben Visa, I think. Yeah. Uh, he plays very, very good and solid. Uh, and, uh, yeah, I like the stack sizes on my table, so I can play. And uh, But now that I got, like... A bit more than 30 big blinds to 40 big blinds. It will be tougher again. But. What do you say your style is? Is it more like, are you a post-flop player or are you a three and four better pre-flop? I mean, uh, no, I actually like to see a lot of flops and uh, I like to play the guys post-flop more than pre-flop because I think I have bet, uh, a bigger edge there. But it's, it's, it's different life than online because life it's even more instinct. So When you get in a spot like 
like this, now you're in the money, could be a TV final table. Do you get a little bit nervous? Do you feel that at all? Or is it excitement? Uh, it's more excitement, I would say. You know, we are playing now for, I think, 10 hours today. So it got a little better, better. I have to say, actually, the most exciting moment was when I sat down on day two. Just I was a bit nervous, I have to admit, but uh, it went better and better when I started to accumulate a lot of chips. Yo, Phil Helmuth, 11-time world champion of poker, bragging again. You're here listening to The Poker Show with Jesse May. Hey guys, it's Kara Scott here. Enter your email address at thepokershowlive.com and get the show delivered twice a week. Nice guy, this Thomas Bronner. And you know, you can just tell by talking to a guy how sometimes how straight his head is screwed on. Uh, 18 years old and everything completely clicking, loving poker. But listen to this, is quite funny. And before we hear Thomas's perspective, uh, just before I talked to him, I, I ran into Dragon Gallich. You know, I love Dragon. Every time your you're Dragon is still in the tournament, you know he's going to be the talk of the tournament because he accumulates chips. He plays so many hands, he plays so many pots. And a lot of people are very mixed. Uh, uh, on how they view Dragon. But the fact is, is he's successful. He's obviously got his own personal style <laughs> and involves all kinds of funny things. Listen to first Dragon, uh, who's on a break, tell about a hand that uh, he's played against Thomas Bronner. Dragon, uh, good? Oh, I lost right now a big pot. Dragon, every time I've seen you, when you're still in a tournament, you've just lost a big pot. It's because you play so many big pots. Yeah, stay away from me. Ah, Where are you I don't know. You, you, are, you are the bad guy. <laughs> I might be. No, it was, it was a oh, incredible hand. I had a, a jack 10 of hearts, yeah. and then the flop is coming down with queen, nine, 10, and two hearts. Oh. And I have a, I have a pair. Flash draw and everything. The guy beats you with queen four or something yeah. like this. And uh, we, we, he bet the flop, and I call him. We check both the turn, and the river is coming down an ace, and I bet 90k, and he called with kings. Yeah. I think it was a bad call, but okay, he win his hand in the center. Yeah. Uh, but I can't believe a lot of fouls. So there's the pot from Dragon's perspective. If you didn't get it, Dragon's got the 10 jack of hearts. The flop is the queen 10-9 with two hearts. And it's check Dragon. Check calls the flop. Checks the turn. Uh, Bronner checked behind. And then Dragon, Dragon has bluffed the river when an ace comes. And he's gotten looked up by Bronner, who had the two kings. Let's now hear the pot from Thomas Bronner's perspective. Do you feel like you're one of the best players in the field right now? Or? No, I wouldn't say that, but uh, I feel confident because I'm running good and uh, I'm, I had kind of a rush in, in, in not only in cards but also in reads. I made some good sick calls, everybody shook their heads, but I had the best hand. Tell me about one of them. For example, there was one spot uh, against uh, Dragon Garlic. He actually spun. Oh, with the Kings, with yeah, the Kings. Yeah. He said it was a horrible call on the river. Yeah, but I had the best answer. Right, of course. What did you put his range on? How often did he have you an ace there? Uh, a 
kind of thought over it, and I think if he had like ace check, it would be a perfect bet. But I don't see him have very much uh, like ace ace ten. He wouldn't play, play three flop against me because I three bet squeezed. And I didn't do that a lot. So uh, and he bet it so instantly that I was kind of suspicious. He had a draw and uh, yeah, he had a draw. Yeah. Well, he told me he flatted the, the flop and he. Uh, true, yeah. You both checked the turn. Were you willing to get it all in on the flop? Uh, I would have got it all in on the flop, but the turn made a straight possible swell, and uh, that's why I checked behind because I think uh, I lose value of uh, queen there. Uh, in, and if he check shafts, it would be really, really awkward. Yeah. So. So you like your play I, I all like, the way in that hand. I, I do. Is he the kind of guy that's fun to play against? I mean, he absolutely. puts a lot of pressure on people. Absolutely, absolutely. And you can't, you really have troubles in reading him. That's why, I don't know, everybody told me after the hand uh, they would have played it the same way because he's kind of crazy somehow. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. It's I, nice. I, I like playing him a lot. But when you say he's hard to read, you mean the lines he takes on the hands Absolutely. or actually looking on him? Exactly, exactly. The lines are very, very hard to read because he sometimes plays a bit too fast, I would say. Uh, he plays also very instinctively, but uh, he doesn't play the you know the straightforward style. He mixes it up and he plays check race here, check race there, <laughs> makes it with nine high, he made a five bet on the flop, king, king, Queen and uh, I don't know he mixes it up he made a, a five bet on the flop he did, with yeah, a nine high very sick hand uh, it was <laughs> uh, the action was pre-flop you know limp, call, uh, limp and check dragon was in position and uh, the small blind let out the flop king king queen dragon made it uh, made a race and the other guy goes over the top. Yeah. You know, just, I think it was actually the min re-race. Yeah. And he gets over the top again. Uh, and the other guy calls, so what does he have here? Obviously a king. And uh, the turn was an ace. The other guy checked. Ace of hearts, I think. Uh, so two hearts now on board. Uh, Dragon checks it behind. And the river was another heart. Uh, the other guy uh, checks to him again. And Dragon bets like 80,000, so a big bet. And uh, the other guy calls with his king, obviously. And Dragon had 9-4 suit to the parts. So, <laughs> he so really is a sick player, I would yeah. say. That's great. That's, that's fun to play like that. Yeah, yeah. It's very, very hard to read him. But in that spot, I think his bluff was terrible because he can only have a king. Okay. But, but he got lucky. <laughs> well, you know, he's the kind of guy who builds chips up. When you look at someone like him, do you want to? Is that a style you you enjoy playing against, but yeah. don't want to do yourself like? Your little. Yeah, I can. Yeah, yeah, definitely. It's fun to watch. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's really fun. And uh, but I don't understand some plays. Uh, but it, it, he makes money doing. His, his own way, yeah. doing it his own way, you know, uh, and I think his style is very good against fish, because he, I think he really, really can own fish, but I think against the really, really good players he has, well, he could be in trouble. 
quite cool, isn't it? I think first of all, you get the you get the idea uh, of how advanced these young guys are, the way they're thinking about hands. Second of all, a real insight. I love his view of Dragon Gallage. He knows how dangerous Dragon is, and you know you have to kind of keep this pot small, even with kings on the turn against him. Uh, nice call, and you also like the way he says about. And it's a great thing about Dragon. Dragon is. So good at extracting money in these big tournaments from weaker players. And then, you know, typically he does seem to run into these buzzsaws deep in the tournament and uh, lose his stack. Unfortunately, Dragon ran a few hours after this, and he did have quite a good stack. I always feel when I'm watching Dragon like he's just one tight gear away from being one of the best tournament poker players in the world. Not that he's not already, but, uh, you know, he gets deep in so many of these tournaments. Anyway, Thomas Brauner, that was after, he made it deep into the day two. He's not going to be at the final table. He's just gone out in 20th place, but this is one uh, young man to watch for the future. I'm the best now, and I smash it now. I've proved it already. I crush European side. I crush American side. If you don't want me up anymore, I'm sending everyone broke, and that's the problem. <laughs> hey guys, this is Sinisa. I'm with the Royal Flush Girls. You're listening to The Poker Show with Jesse May and Party Poker. Another person I caught up with yesterday during day two, and I must be a bock because uh, Paraland also went into day three with good chips, just like Brauner. I've seen he's just busted out with the ace-queen against the ace-five. But Paraland, now, if you if you, you remember uh, earlier, we were talking about the great performance he had a few shows ago at the EPT Copenhagen, second place against Michael Tereniak. Uh, Paralind has been on a roll lately, you know, just knocking on the door, knocking on the door. Of course, final table WPT Paris, and then uh, was going deep, uh, you know, in, in Venice, uh, was going deep in Amneville. It's just a guy who's everything's clicking. So excited to run into him yesterday and see Pear into the money with chips. Paralind here on a break, just hit the money in this uh, WPT uh, Vienna. How, how's it going? You look nice. There? Yeah, I got um, about 300, so I guess it's uh, it's about average stack. Um, I lost a 500k flip before, yeah, so I was down to 90k with like six players to go until the money. So I was really hanging on there, but I managed to double up really quickly and fight my way back. So now I got yeah, in, in decent shape. Congratulations on uh, EPT Copenhagen. Thank you. And- how do you feel about it now? Are you are you disappointed you didn't win, or do you feel like you got about the most out of the cards at the final table? Um, I'm very happy about my performance throughout the tournament. You know, second place in a in a very very tough tournament, so definitely happy. And I was always happy right after the final table as well. You know, you always want to win, obviously, uh, but I'm I'm very happy with second place, and I've been ever since. The uh, the heads up, which which went on for a while actually, um, did you keep sort of like changing up your strategy, or did you have one against Tereniak? I mean, um, I just play my normal game for the most part. I mean, he's a tough player, so you definitely can't like be you can't use the the simplest tricks in the book. So you're gonna have to play your your solid game, and he's really really tough. So it was a it was a tough battle. And I managed to hang in, hang in there for a while and got lucky a few times, but in the end, he just ran over me a little bit too much. <laughs> yeah, and I mean, it was actually a, quite a tough final table for, for an EPT. Uh, you know, the John Ames on there and a couple other guys. Yeah. Um, did you, uh, you lost, the, you had a big chip lead and then lost it. Yeah. Did you get a little bit down on yourself? Or? Well, not really. I don't hate on my play. I think it was, you know, it was definitely a marginal play that, that lost me a lot of chips, but I think it's, it's pretty cool. Was it ace-jack or something like I that? I had ace-deuce yeah. that oh, I five-bet shoved, ace-deuce suited, five-bet shoved into John Ames' kings. Yeah. Uh, but then I managed to... Which was only the fourth time he'd yeah. kicked the final <laughs> table, right? I mean, no way he <laughs> No, no, I, I think I played, uh, I played good. I, I'm happy about the way I played throughout the tournament. 
And do you feel like the results are coming now because you're playing well, or do you feel like, oh my God, I'm on a heater and I'm playing the same as I've always played? Um, I don't know, to be honest. I mean, it definitely has to do a little bit with live experience, I say, and you know, just uh, the experience of playing high stakes tournaments. But uh, also, it definitely there's a whole lot of luck involved. You know, I've been playing. There's very little difference in the way I'm playing now and the way I played like a year and a half or two years ago. I mean, there is a difference, and it definitely makes makes a difference in the end. But it's it's such a the changes I made are so small that they could easily be trumped by the luck, luck factor. So, I mean, it's definitely a combination. I'd say. Do you feel very comfortable in there right now? This is uh, an important time getting down yeah. to the final 27 or so. Yeah, I, I definitely feel comfortable. You know, I, I feel very comfortable with my game, and I feel very confident in my game. So I, all I can do is just do the best I can and I have a pretty good table so just hope that the cars are with me for a few yeah. more days. And you're enjoying playing right now. Oh, it seems like. definitely. definitely. Yeah. How about the guys, uh, Christopher Thorson and uh, Jimmy, are they around? Uh, They're around, yeah. We all flew down here and uh, some of us are going to Bratislava as well. They busted uh, yesterday, so they're at the hotel right now. Hopefully rooting me on, <laughs> reading some blog or something. No, no, they're here and uh, yeah, we're sticking together. Yeah, good luck there, good luck. Thank you. Thing. Cheers. Hello, I'm Black Belt Poker's Neil Channing, and you're listening to The Poker Show with Jesse May. Marvelous. Hi, this is Jennifer Haley. Please enter your email address at www.thepokershowlive.com and get the show delivered twice a week. Well, that's about all we have time for tonight. Don't forget the big live stream tomorrow, myself and Mike Sexton, plus uh, the $1,000 free roll password only available on the live stream, the $100 reload bonus with the same thing. That live stream starting at 12.30 UK time, 1.30 Central European time, 7.30 in the morning on the East Coast. Uh, we'll see you then. 